All right, here we go with Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Happy Monday. Happy Monday is kind of a half holiday, right? Half holiday for the public uh, or sector. Or third, po- uh, third holiday. I mean, there's still many things open, but schools are closed. The schools <clears> are closed. Are you hearing a lot from parents who are, you know, trying I to heard, find childcare? I heard from I, some. I've heard from some. I got some neighbors, though, who were affected by this. They're sort of nonplussed. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like one of them said, it was like when my kid was homesick. Yeah, you know, I got to yeah. I got to make uh, make accommodations. Nevertheless, it is a it is inconvenience. People didn't see coming, short notice, uh, but it's one day. And it was interesting to hear Horgan saying he he regrets how it was rolled out. Yeah, he feels that uh, BC was sort of squeezed here by the feds, yeah. sprung it on the provinces, no consultation, unaware that in BC at least we've got a number of public sector unions have clauses in their contracts. And not the BCTF, they don't have this clause, <clears throat> but QP does. That the support workers. Support workers, that yeah. they would be given the day off if there's a national holiday declared. Uh, <clears throat> I heard you earlier with Simi saying, well, you could have said, we'll keep the schools open and, you know, sue me later sort of thing. Yeah, uh, grieve, grieve it. it. Put grieve a, it. Put a grievance in. And maybe maybe you get time and a half or something. Um, but VC uh, chose not to. Okay, speaking of Horgan. He's outside the legislature as we speak. There's a procession underway. Quite the spectacle out there. I've been out there all morning. Beautiful sunny day in Victoria. Uh, Several hundred people uh, on the front lawn. Um, A number of military bands. I think there's about 100 military people out there, honor guards and such. There's going to be a procession starting in about five minutes, uh, led by the Lieutenant Governor Janet Austin and Premier John Horgan. There's about 16 cabinet ministers, a couple MLAs, a mayor, Victoria Mayor Lisa Helps in the procession behind them. They're going to be walking uh, about a kilometer and a half to Christchurch Cathedral, so up Government Street, and then up Fort Street, and then on Quadra, and about an hour-long service, memorial service at Christchurch uh, Cathedral. So it's a fairly, I wouldn't say huge crowds, but there's yeah. crowds out there and crowds lining the route as well. Okay, and of course it was the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth in London today and the eyes of the world on that. Let's listen to a little bit of the of the funeral here. This is the Archbishop of Canterbury. The grief of this day, felt not only by the late Queen's family, but all round the nation, the Commonwealth and the world, arises from her abundant life and loving service, now gone from us. She was joyful present to so many, touching a multitude of lives. Yeah, we got uh, sort of leaders from world governments around the world, including Justin Trudeau there. Biggest funeral since Winston Churchill, I wow. suspect, in terms of heads of state, or John F. Kennedy perhaps had a, a fair number of heads of state as well. Uh, you thought this rare, I've only seen that photograph with, I think, six Canadian prime ministers in the shot, yes, uh, including Kim Campbell, was like PM yep. for a week or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Uh, so it's uh, nothing. No one does pomp and ceremony and tradition like yeah, the Brits, right? Right, and and it trickles down here to the Commonwealth protectorates, as we are. Uh, we're seeing it play out uh, here as well. In, in a couple of minutes, we're gonna we're not probably not gonna hear it down here in this luxurious uh, radio room, but there's a 21 gun salute. Yes, which is very always rare. very, very rare. rare. Uh, so that's going to be pounding in the inner harbor. And I advise people don't bring your dogs down to the inner harbor while the twenty-one gun salute goes on. You think very your dogs loud. get get excited and scared during fireworks? You've heard nothing until you hear a twenty-one gun salute. Yeah, this is the loud. cannons are set up out there. This is louder than Halloween. Yeah. Oh for, yeah, for sure. Um, Trudeau, of course, joined in the. The, the walk by for the queen lying mm-hmm. in state, and there was some criticism. Of, well, why didn't he wait in line for 
for 20 hours with everybody else. You got to cut in line. I was like, uh, you really expect no. uh, Trudeau to stand in line for 20 hours? But then again, Jason Kenney did, right? He the, did. The Alberta Premier stood in line for like 14 hours or something? Well, I guess if you're a lame duck Premier, <laughs> you don't get uh, access. I wonder if he asked if he could cut in line. Like, oh. could he get special access? I'm not sure if he did or not. I'm not sure if he did or not. Um, but, uh, you know, the people, some of the people criticizing this are some members of the media. Well, the media doesn't wait in line either. People don't know this. The media access to these things is, is quite unlike the public. Yeah. You flash your media pass, you get in places, including here at the legislature. I was able to go into places the public just can't go because you're in the media. Okay. Did you hear Trudeau singing Bohemian yes. Rhapsody? Okay. So this is uh, last night in London. Freddie Trudeau McCray. at a... Uh, a piano bar in London, and there was a little sing-along going on, and he started belting out, well, appropriately, a Queen song. A Queen song, <laughs> yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. So let's have a little listen to a bit of it. Okay, so Trudeau taking some heat over this, too, saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. This is inappropriate. Uh, I was like, I don't know. Does anyone really care? I mean, now, the Trudeau haters will feast on this. I yeah. mean, there is this sect out there that just despises Justin Trudeau and the, uh, have a sort of disproportionate But now they're going to say, oh, you're biased oh, in yeah, favor of, course, of Trudeau. Defending him singing Queen. <laughs> what has come to? I, I mean, I just think, like, I don't know, like sometimes you have a politician who... Uh, has got an uh, does something just and I guess normal and doing something off the cuff or spontaneous and it's like they just dump all over. Who cares if he's saying something in a yeah? In a and the, piano and the general public sees that they don't. I don't think mind it. And I liken it to a famous story when Ronald Reagan was the, the president of the United States. An ABC reporter showed him in a bar, yeah. uh, drinking beer in an Irish bar and singing songs. Uh, the reporter totally criticized him in this, saying it's fr- frivolous, you know, inappropriate activity for a presidential candidate, blah, blah, blah. Next day, uh, Reagan's communications chief phoned her up and said, thanks for the story. She said, what, oh. what do you mean? I, I, I tore you a new one. I criticized the other. He goes, oh, we don't care what you said. You just showed fabulous pictures of him in a bar drinking it up with working class people. Those are the images that went through the people. Yeah, It was a positive well, I don't think form. this is going to hurt Trudeau at all. Okay. Um, John Horgan, speaking of the premier, his final address last week to the Union of BC Municipalities, mm-hmm. and as he, of course he's stepping down as premier. And man, oh man, that was an interesting news conference he did to wrap it up. And he said a lot of interesting things, but let me play one of them. He was asked, he's talking about environmental protesters here. Old growth protesters. Yeah, specifically, I think what he's talking about here is are people like the Ferry Creek protesters mm-hmm. who were protesting old growth logging that involves indigenous like first nations who are involved mm-hmm. in logging um people who are blocking roads and highways to to block mm-hmm. old growth logging a lot of first nations involved in it and here's what he had to say to them have a listen to this and we'll get your thoughts uh, to the critics i say get a life to the critics i say listen to communities uh when i hear people say that uh, they're speaking for indigenous people i say have you ever met an indigenous person have you been in a community that struggled with poverty for generations and when they see an opportunity, some do-gooder comes in with a tilly hat and says, you're all bad people. The government needs to do this. The government needs to do that. People need to stand up and support each other. And to the critics, I say, put your name on a ballot and see how much support you have. Okay. Well, he's really getting it off his chest there. So. Well, that, <clears throat> that's John Horgan. I mean, he generally that's reflects where he's coming from. And a lot of this goes back to, remember that protest on his front lawn yeah. from the same yes. Ferry Creek protesters? 
who were menacing towards his wife and yeah. frightened her, and the police had to be called. He hasn't forgotten that. Yeah. And he's, when he sees these protesters, that's what he sees. It's a very personal thing for him. And also, you know, I've jo- known John Horgan for almost 30 years. He comes from the energy side and the industry side of, uh, of society. He's not an environmental protester. He's a working guy for jobs. He's for industry jobs. He's for indigenous jobs in the resource sector, of which there are many. And in Ferry Creek is very much involves a couple of local First Nations who are heavily involved in logging. And these protesters are stepping on their rights in his view. So this is why this was a bit personal and I think a bit uh, a bit intense for him. How many of these protesters are wearing Tilly hats? <laughs> now, that's the thing that I think he may... Uh, I've heard that he's sort of joking, oh, I maybe shouldn't have mentioned the Tilly hats. Are they going to come after me? Whether it's the Tilly hat manufacturer or the many people in Victoria who wear Tilly hats. Well, maybe just like Ronald Reagan, maybe Tilly hats will be happy for the free publicity. I don't they know. Could be, they could be. I've, I, but I've told my wife, I don't... If you catch me in a Tilly hat, you know, take it off. You don't have a, you got a Tilly hat. I do not have a Tilly hat. I will not get one. What's going, real quickly, what's going on with the NDP leadership here and Anjali Potterai, Mm -hmm. who's who's running against David Eby, and there's like two investigations against her now. Yeah, well, the NDP's conducting its own investigation and Elections BC. The one to keep an eye on is the NDP one. Elections BC will will probably conclude after the leadership uh, is decided. I just talked to an MLA who said that their local, they just checked their local membership roles. It's increased threefold, and it's all uh, people from the group, they claim, who had formerly been Green Party people now joining the NDP. So this is a, a hostile takeover of the Democratic Party. So I wonder whether she's going to get through the vetting process. That's always the out the party has is this murky vetting process where no one knows what the rules are. It's just whether the party thinks you you qualify as a credible candidate, and she hasn't gone through that yet. Do you think there are some you know, people in the party head office who would just like to get rid of her? Oh, like, unquestionably. They're looking for an excuse unquestionably. to disqualify yeah. her. And I, again, it, it's fascinating if she wins because she would be leading a caucus that doesn't <laughs> support her. Uh, she would not have a seat. She would not be in the caucus room. She would not be in the legislature. Uh but, uh, again, with no support. So it's a fascinating process. This is very much a serious situation for the NDP. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, it's Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry is my guest. Phone lines are open. 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell. Ryan in Vancouver. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Whoa. Sorry, there's a fire truck right in front of me oh. here. Uh, I'll make it real quick. I got two. Oh, there you're going by. Two okay, I'm going to put you, I'm gonna put you on, I'm gonna put you oh, on hold. Gone. Gone. I'm going to put you on hold for a sec until we get... See where the fire truck goes by first, and I'll come back to you. Because that was driving me. That was going through my brain there. <laughs> Lynn and Kamloops. Lynn, go ahead. Hi. Um, I just think it was very inappropriate that Justin Trudeau was sitting in a bar singing. Um, doesn't surprise me. Um, but you're there to pay respect to our queen. And, I mean, it's not like you were there for a wedding or a birthday with Ben whatever you want but i think he represent i he didn't represent canadians appropriately at all okay well this is kind of a hot thank you for that this is kind of this is the hot 
discussion online about this now, whether it was appropriate or not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we're, this is the eighth day of mourning. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of this, talking to a number of people over the weekend saying, are you going to keep reporting on the Queen all the time? I think yeah. there's a bit of a, I wouldn't say over overdoing it, but I think the saturation coverage is not where the public's at. In fact, there was a Leger poll out last week that said 74% of Canadians said the Queen's death had no impact on them. Now, I'm not sure that's the right way to phrase this. I don't think that means 74% of Canadians don't care, but I don't think you've got the investment in the monarchy to the degree you're, you're seeing in media coverage. Well, another thing that Trudeau said in a, in a press availability that he did over there was that he also sensed a, a type of I believe he called it joy, mm-hmm. um, despite, you know, it's a solemn state funeral. People forget. But people are talking, she had a long, long life. and We don't call them funerals anymore. They're called celebrations, celebrations of life. Of life. Yeah. That's, so it's a celebration of life. I've just went through that myself with, with close ones passing. It's not necessarily a somber, dirge-sounding uh, feeling for eight days. Yeah. It is a celebration. So... I don't know. Uh, maybe in th- maybe that's what he was feeling when he was guess, bel- belting out Bohemian Rhapsody. You got to be careful what you do on a, on a public well, yeah. venue. But I, I mean, don't... I don't know if he regrets this or not. Maybe I, he I does. I, I, I don't know. know. I don't think he does. Ryan in Vancouver. Hi, Ryan. Hey, sorry about that, Mike. Okay, that's uh, better. Go ahead. Quick, yeah. Yeah. Two quick points. One, I I don't care that he's saying um, leaders should be given a little bit of leeway. I, now I do. Uh, pause to call him a leader. He's a better singer than he is a prime minister. That's for darn sure. <laughs> but a part part of that is it, the second half of the story is kind of like in, in the states they call it Republicans pounce, where it's the it's the, the the response of in Canada the conservatives versus actually the problem that Trudeau seems to pose to everybody. That's part of it. And then real quick, I'm curious, uh, Keith, uh, what you'd think um, the way he's election. Uh, What's it called? He's campaigning all over the mm-hmm. country right now, kissing babies and giving away mm-hmm. money. Uh, what are your thoughts on him trying to get things going again, a snap election in October before Polyev gets set up? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point, Ryan. Um, the uh, I think you've got to be aware, I think politicians are always in campaign mode to, to a certain degree. Trudeau certainly, I mean, handing out that multi-billion dollar care package announcing last week at a time you're not supposed to be announcing anything you're in a morning period government's supposed to go quiet so he's out there with that uh he's traveling uh he's uh i think he's always checking the polls to see uh when to go uh polyev right now the right now the last few polls i've seen there's been no change in public opinion i don't think he'd win a majority today but he wouldn't necessarily uh polyev wouldn't necessarily win a majority so the question is do the Liberals think Poliev will grow in popularity between now and a couple of years from now? Or do they think the longer he's on public display with his particular policies that he'll diminish in popularity? A uh, lot of them um, it might be dependent on economic forecasts as well. Like if we if he thinks inflation is still going to be a problem going into the year, or if inflation could get worse, could he pull a trigger earlier on it? Well, inflation seems to be ebbing a bit, yeah, but right. it'll probably go up and down. Yeah. Uh, no one knows. I mean, economists are not truth tellers they're just yeah. forecasters uh but i think he's always going to be in election mode so ryan's right always be aware there could be an early election well especially it's a minority government yep. so garth in vancouver garth you got 30 seconds go ahead uh people who think there's a problem with that have to get a life now if he was doing yoga pose tequila shots on a piano he might have something 
<laughs> okay, thank you. Well, who knows? Maybe tequila shots were happening as well. It kind of reminded me of this criticism of the Prime Minister of Finland yes. recently when she was on dancing. Videos, she was partying and dancing with her friends, and everyone yeah. was like, ooh, that's bad. And she got a lot of support. There was yeah. a backlash against the critics. Yeah. So I think... Uh, our callers are reflective, I think, where the public's at, which this is not a big deal at all. Okay. Well, we had one caller thought it was inappropriate, so it was kind of split a bit, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 